This week on the Eurostep. Kawhi's trouble in paradise. Which is weirder, Fultz or Leonard? The malice in Dallas. The current free agent market. And a review of the best weekend in basketball. We're going to start this week with Kawhi Leonard. Trouble in paradise at San Antonio Spurs, it seems. He's been, according to Woj, he's been cleared by the medical staff to return. And But uh, he's... Seems to be that he'll be sitting out for the rest of the season. I'll start with you, Killian. What's going on? Who knows what's going on with San Antonio. Not much has come out. It's all been about his quad injury. And he clearly doesn't have faith in the Spurs medical staff, in my opinion, seeing as he's gone to New York to seek a second opinion regarding the matter. Like I said, who knows what's going on in San Antonio. Does he have confidence in himself or is he lacking confidence in the Spurs organisation? Yeah, it's that right quad that's bothering him. It's been a, a nagging injury the past few years for Kawhi. He went to New York, as Killian said, for the past 10 days he's been there. And there seems to be a rift now created between the San Antonio Spurs and Kawhi Leonard. He played nine games earlier on the season with going down there when the parent left to- shoulder tear and then again leaving the team with that right quad. It seems as if the Spurs just rushed him back and Kawhi, he's been cleared, but obviously there's something there that he feels that's not coming up on scans or the doctors aren't seeing that he he doesn't feel like he can play at the minute yeah I forgot what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, is it a matter of his physical health or is it a case that he's not happy in San Antonio like um, earlier in the season there were reports saying that you know he feels alone and isolated in San Antonio Alex with such a quiet guy, Leonard, I don't know if he talks to anyone. He could go to anywhere in the league and sit himself in the corner. Maybe there's something going on upstairs in his head that he's just been thinking he's humble. It's it's a wild opinion, but yeah. you never know with Kawhi, and especially with San Antonio. Nothing leaks in this organisation from top to bottom, and we've never had such confusion or mystery since... How, God knows how long since David Robinson and Tim Duncan were in their primes back in the day in the mid 90s definitely the Spurs are I'd say one of the best organisations in basketball I think most would agree with that they've made the playoffs how many years in a row and they've had an all-star I think it was something 20 seasons in a row which is absolutely crazy what I was going to say earlier is when all the reports came out about the rift between San Antonio and Kawhi everyone thought it was ridiculous it was just ESPN making up another story but it looks as though there might be some legitimacy to the story now Now, uh, San Antonio finished second in the Western Conference last season, Kawhi Leonard finished third in MVP voting, he was ahead of LeBron James and Isaiah Thomas, he only finished behind James Harden and Russell Westbrook who were history makers, the two of them Uh, Leonard is a free agent in 2019, there's been reports linking him to the Lakers after it came out that they were supposed to be recalibrating towards that season's free agency rather than this one. Can Will we see Kawhi Leonard in the San Antonio Spurs jersey beyond 2019? And I'd just like to add to that what Oshin said. In game one of the Western Conference Finals up 20 plus points on the Golden yeah. State Warriors with Kevin Durant who eventually won the championship they thought nobody could beat that team and Kawhi Leonard was leading them over 20 points in game 1 which looked like it could have been a series and then went down obviously with that injury with the the controversial injury to Zaza Pachulia but regarding free agency 
again with the Spurs you don't know it could be anything and especially with a guy like Leonard on the Spurs he's not going to tell anybody yeah Kawhi Leonard could just be working out for all we know but we're just making up stories because we're a bit scared of what might happen I think everyone wants to see Kawhi Leonard back fit as soon as possible but you have to wait until he's ready he's a guy that can do everything for you defensively and offensively he has everything Uh the San Antonio Spurs are currently third in the West, but they're only three games off New Orleans in eighth. Uh, now, it was people were jokingly saying that the San Antonio Spurs should try and tank uh, to try and get Luka Doncic after uh, he'd been compared to Ginobili and Hayward, but unfortunately can't lose 70 games in 23 games. So, um, regardless of who gets injured and whether or not Kawhi comes back they're not getting Doncic you gotta shout out Coach Pop though with Lamarcus Aldridge who was injured for parts of the season and no one else really relevant on that Spurs team still doing a job in San Antonio definitely the best coach in the NBA if of all time possibly if award voting was you know as real as it should be fair as fair as it should be not rigged. similar to LeBron winning MVP every year Greg Popovich winning coach of the year every year that's a fair statement to make uh, we'll move on the Dallas Mavericks so much has gone on in Dallas Dallas and Dallas there's it's just like mind boggling at the start of the week it came out that um, Mark Cuban the team owner uh, directed the team to tank so they could get you know better draft pick or whatever um, for that he was fined $600,000 um, but then later in the week um, bit some more disturbing news it had been described as a hostile working environment that there is um, inappropriate sexual acts going on um, involving the former team president Terdema Useri and uh, domestic violence to- uh, with the team reporter Earl Sneed um, who was fired in the aftermath uh, Alex I'll go to you what's happened well the Mavericks they're fair to say they're not the greatest team in the NBA this year yeah. they're only half a game ahead of the Phoenix Suns in the great tank race for the worst team in the NBA at the moment Cuban I have respect for Cuban to come out and say that they are tanking the majority of teams that know they're not going to make the playoffs they're saying they're going to tank now the Suns came out and said that their goal is to win but we all know that's not true yeah. Cuban is the only owner in the NBA that would come out and speak his mind one of the coolest owners in the NBA but regarding that fine that 600 grand fine he got uh, I found a stat there earlier is that that fine to him he's worth 3.7 billion dollars that's the equivalent of finding the average American 28 dollars which is not a whole lot. Oh, there's a bit of a difference. I get what you're going at, but 600k compared to 28. But definitely one of the best owners in the NBA, I think everyone would agree. And you have to respect that he'd actually kind of come out and admit that he's tanking. Personally, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a good method to try and get good in the future, getting good draft picks. We saw it's working in Philly, and who knows, it might work in Dallas with Dennis Smith Jr. and the good prospect this year the only problem I see with that is that for the players there who've been told that their best option is to lose it's not a very encouraging sign for them especially they have guys like Harrison Barnes there who 
there are guys that are only coming up and I see that and I think well, we're not going to be good for quite a while so why would I stay here and especially the worst one for me will be Dirk Nowitzki he sees this going on his franchise he's been out all all his life and he's just saying time to hang him up now no point me sticking around yeah the Mavs have always made an effort to try and make a good team around Dirk for as long as he's been in the league really and now they just seem to have given up trying to tank and like you said it's kind of unfair on guys like Harrison Barnes who they're really Harrison Barnes especially he's coming into his own this year he's proven that he's a player and not just a role player on the Warriors as we saw and like it's kind of unfair for him he's wasting some of the good years of his career in a place like Dallas where he's going nowhere just getting paid from arguably the greatest team of all time to whatever this is in Dallas <laughs> <laughs> the malice okay uh, next we're going to be talking buyouts free agency waivers everyone wa- wandering around the league trying to figure out what's going on Killian um, let's start with you I think one of the biggest names on the free agent market at the moment has to be Derek Rose. Um, although he's not the player he used to be back in Chicago, what, seven years ago? He can still contribute to a team. In 16 games this year, in 19 minutes, he averaged 10 points per game, which doesn't jump out at you, but it's a good stat. And shooting 48% from the field as well shows he's an efficient player, not just a shot chucker. And wherever he goes, if anywhere not much interest has been shown in him this year but I think he'll contribute to whatever team goes to him he's not a shot chucker <laughs> uh, yeah it really is inspiring to see Rose a guy that's made over 200 million and has had countless injuries just being betrayed by his body a former MVP but he's still there he's still practicing trying to get that last shot in the NBA to get back to that level where he was one of the more influential players in the NBA I'm probably the first ever MVP that we'll see to not make the Hall of Fame in my opinion yeah. unfortunately but it's he discussion was, for another video that, that's another week um, I don't know he's been with New York Cleveland since his time in Chicago at the minute there's not many teams that look and that want to take a guy like Rose on there's your playoff teams that are going making a run at the championship who they don't want him because they have their team set and then there's the teams that are tanking, then they won't want to take him on because they're trying to lose. Yeah. So it's it's an icy situation with Derrick Rose, but yeah. hopefully he can get back into the league. I think one of the drawbacks with Derrick Rose is obviously injuries, but another one, he doesn't have the best of attitudes. He's caused a lot of trouble in some places wherever he's been. And earlier this year, we saw him took a break. He took a break. He abandoned the Cavs. He abandoned the Cavs. There was reports, you know, he said... He came out and said that he just was sick of basketball. He was thinking of retiring. But there were reports that he actually got married in that time. He got secretly married. (laughs) (laughs) So that kind of questions his attitude, his kind of dedication to the team. But who knows? Take basketball over marriage? (laughs) I would anyway. Uh, Just do we think he'll go anywhere? And if so, where where do you think he'll go? There was reports of him going to the Minnesota Bulls I mean Timberwolves <laughs> joining up with his old teammates Jimmy Butler Taj Gibson and coach Tom Thibodeau but then it came out that the Wolves aren't looking to take on a guy like Butler so there's not many situations at the minute that fit Derrick Rose obviously when he was released by the Knicks there was situations that he could go to and he ended up going to Cleveland 
which might have fit him a veteran to come in, cheap deal and try and make her on the championship. But at the minute, looking around the league, personally I can't see anywhere where he's a good fit or a want slash need for a team. Yeah, I'd love to see him in San Antonio just because Greg Popovich, he can bring the best out of anyone. I think if anyone could get Derrick Rose anywhere near what he used to be, it's Greg Popovich. But he won't get minutes. Yeah, Over DeJounte Murray and Tony Parker. That's the only thing. He wouldn't get many minutes. Their team is set to make a playoff run. Personally, I'd love to see him in Philadelphia. I think he could do some work off the bench for them. Score some points for a young team who are looking at making a playoff run this year. I can't wait to watch them. A vet like Rose on, on the Sixers would be good, but they're a young team. They have TJ McConnell off the bench it's and Ben Simmons running the point guard, who's... Killian said has been superb and had that triple double recently Mr. Triple Double TJ my man Uh, again he's an ageing vet I don't see why Philadelphia would take him on with their young upcoming team as well they already got their veteran this season JJ Redick that's what he's there for and Marco Bellinelli uh, yeah after Uh, signing him (laughs) just now another one wouldn't Uh, do any harm I, I don't know can man. never have too many vets yeah. <laughs> I don't know man we move on uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, there's a chance that he could be bought out by the Lakers uh, he he isn't going to be starting ahead of Lonzo Ball according to Magic Johnson coming back tonight as well reports yeah uh, announced well by the BBB not BBB the still baller waiting. brand still after he told LaVar to be humble <laughs> sit down we're still waiting for some contact from LaVar about that them uh, free shoes but um, yeah. moving on <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas Killian what do you think um, I don't think the Lakers will buy him out personally he said he wants to start but um, as Magic Johnson said it's more about the minutes you get rather than your start you can still come off the bench and play more than a player who starts I can speak for it myself a Celtics fan Aaron Bain starts he only plays like 17 minutes some nights Chetty Osman at the Cavaliers he, he's been starting for the last few games and he uh, plays about 20 minutes yeah. or something like that actually uh, when he played over 20 minutes they went on a four game win streak <laughs> so uh, played 17 minutes last night and they lost where'd you find that stat per sources yeah knew it <laughs> shout out to my man Tony uh, right so Isaiah Thomas if he goes where do you think he'll go he won't go anywhere uh, I can't see it at all again as Killian said there's a lot of combinations out there of people that come off the bench and start Isaiah might end up playing more minutes Alonso we don't know especially as he's coming back from this knee injury that sprained MCL but uh, it doesn't make a difference I think it was his agent causing more fuss and it wasn't coming directly from Isaiah but Alonso Ball recently reached out to Isaiah to ask about a, a possibility of a workout together so they seem to be working well they're shooting some threes there the last day together so they seem happy and I think they'll both learn something from each other definitely Lonzo could learn a lot from a guy like Isaiah Thomas Lonzo's a very humble player he's shown a willingness to learn from the players around him I don't really think any playoff team would take on Isaiah Thomas in a starting role most of them have their team set and they're not going to take on another starter this late into the season that's about it really I don't think he's going anywhere don't think they're going to buy him out can Lonzo teach IT how to grow <laughs> he said he grew in the summer he I don't, said, uh, I don't think he did though. very debatable <laughs> one team we're not going to see Isaiah Thomas at though is the New Orleans Pelicans remember that bust up with Rondo they've been you know they've been cha- they've been talking trash you know for a couple of months now after um, uh, Cel- the Celtics were supposed to be giving a tribute to Isaiah Thomas 
and Rondo came out saying that that's not what we honour in here in Boston. We honour conference w- finals. We hang banners, oh. not conference finals. He shows the Celtic spirit, even though he's been gone for he's a while. He's a Celtic for life. Gotta love Rondo. I don't, I don't like him personally, but anyway, we'll, we'll, that, we'll leave that for... It's a discussion for another video. <laughs> uh, Vince Carter, um, wh- where's he going to go? He's, you know, the greatest... Yeah, he had the greatest dunk dunk contest. Greatest dunker of all time. The man, he got leaps. Jumped over a French man. Levine by then. Poor, poor French man. <laughs> if Giannis jumped over, who was it? Tim yeah, Hardaway? Giannis is seven foot. <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyway, Vince Carter. Yeah. Where's he going? One I, thing he has to get out of Sacramento. Last, last night against Oklahoma, <laughs> attempted an almost half-court three-pointer to win the game with seven seconds to go. It seems all well. Until he airballed and then Russell Westbrook hit the game winner. <laughs> but um, yeah, trying to be a hero, Vince. Uh, I'd like to see Vince on a team like the Warriors or Houston because he's still efficient. And who wouldn't love to see Harden or Chris Paul throwing a lob to Vince Carter in the playoffs? A lob to Vince Carter, 41 a lob to years Vince old. Carter, 41. He can still dump. He can still get up there. There have been reports, though, that both Toronto and Boston are interested. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind them in Boston, but... I'd like to see him return to Toronto just because t- kind of finish his hometown. Off his career. He might retire this year, maybe next year. It'll be soon enough anyway. So I kind of want him to go back to Toronto just for that. But reportedly, Toronto have yeah, pulled out. That's, saying that's what I heard as well. They don't want to take Vince. That's kind of horrible, in that, my opinion. That's bad on the Raptors. That's kind of like, say, that's you know, Dwayne Wade was traded to the Heat, obviously. Everyone knows that. I got excited. Say the Cavs proposed that trade. Miami Heat were just like, no, don't want Dwayne Wade. Yeah, it's kind of like that. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> especially when they don't have to give up anything for him. Yeah, a roster spot. They do have a lot of young guys there that they might want to leave onto their minutes, but it's Vince. It's Vince. And as well with the Celtics, I mean, they're on the market for every free agent yeah. buyout. <laughs> I mean, everyone that's on the buyout market is has a chance to go to Boston. Everyone's linked to Boston, and I mean, everyone always talks about Celtics fans like they're getting they think they're getting everyone because we, we're linked to everyone like it's kind of how it is and all you got was Greg Monroe yeah <laughs> he's an alright player but yeah okay uh, next Joachim Noah uh, he's been with the Knicks for a couple of seasons now uh, he's been averaging about like six minutes per game in the time he's been there he's done very little he's been extremely disappointing after his couple of seasons where he was actually like really good in MVP candidates uh, yeah in in Chicago defense player of the year um, almost in the same year almost reports coming out just before we came on air that the Golden State Warriors the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder are all interested in adding him if he becomes a free agent go to you up first Alex what, what do you think uh, I mean the most overplayed basketball player in NBA history halfway through his first season getting paid I believe what 17 million 17 million a year yeah. halfway through that 17 million a year season the first one he was in the in the G League it was the G League at the time now the G League now the G League he was in the D League it's bad on a Knicks part yeah. to give a guy that much money who hadn't proven anything after them good seasons he had down in Chicago where he was a role player he knew his role and he played that role well alongside MVP Rose and the up and coming Jimmy Butler but I don't know why a team would take him on the Warriors they have 
they're big guys he's not going to do much for you there's no disrespect to Joakim Noah but he can't do much in this NBA he used to have that athletic ability he can give you a small bit on the defensive end but aside from that he's the ugliest arguably the ugliest form in NBA history as well Marco Fultz is pushing it a little bit but he's different yeah (laughs) we'll talk about that later Uh, Killian what do you think about Joakim Noah I don't really know why guys would go for a guy like Joakim Noah or teams I should say and like Alex said one of his main things was his defence with his athleticism kind of dropping over the last few years his defence has gotten a lot substantially worse compared to his defensive player of the year and I believe in his defensive player of the year year in 2014 I believe it was I think teams would be better off going for a guy like Larry Sanders if he shows any interest in returning he played for the Cavs last year for a couple of games and I think he could contribute he's only 28 years old he can still do a lot more than a guy like Joachim Noah Andrew Boga is he still out there? he is he is, he is still out there He's been extremely injury prone the last few years though. He got injured after five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lad. Man's trying to be like D. Rose. Um, <laughs> before we go, is there any um, maybe lesser spotted free agents uh, we might like to talk about? I'll start with you, Killian. I think a guy like Monte Ellis would be a brilliant one. He's a free agent right now. Just last season, he averaged... Um, 8.5 points per game in 27 minutes which isn't great but he's still a good scorer in the NBA he averaged 20 plus points per game 4 times 18 plus 8 times in his time in Golden State and in Milwaukee I think he'd be able to provide a bit of experience and some scoring off the bench for a playoff team I'd like to give a quick shout out to Brandon Jennings <laughs> tore it up over in China he's still only 28 and he's back in the G League with with the Wisconsin Herd Milwaukee's G League affiliate and playing well he's had a few performances the last couple of games and obviously you know took China basketball to a whole new level he lit it up over there I'd love to see him he's a guy unlike Rose that can come in and actually do something for your team he can shoot and if you can shoot there's always a job for you in the NBA yeah Derek Rose 25% from three isn't going to cut it Jenny is a volume shooter as well he's, he's like yeah. a he's like a Lou Williams guy he can come in and light it up Ty Lawson um, is there reports him going to Washington or is that another guy uh, I think so I think so but again Ty Lawson 30 years old he didn't do much when he was in the NBA he made an all-star game didn't he in Denver he, he had a bit but he's been out of the league a few years he's a small guy small guys tend to lose their touch quicker as we've seen with IT yeah someone I'd like to mention though Tony Allen just last year he was second team all defence and I think he could really contribute a bit of defence off the bench we'll move on to uh, we had All-Star Weekend just now Um, I'm going to start with you Alex let's go through everything that happened Uh, we'll start with the the highlight of All-Star Weekend the celebrity game woo (laughs) (laughs) that noise Team Clippers against (laughs) Team Lakers it was the the Quavo Hunt Show show as uh, as I myself predicted here last weekend, he finished with 19 points and the game MVP uh, and was told by Kevin Hart to stay out of my game next year. Of course, Kevin Hart with them MVPs, he's known as Mr. Celebrity Game, uh, sees Quavo as maybe a bit of a, a threat to his 
his legacy, it seems. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you said, you predicted the Quavo MVP. And my MVP prediction, Rachel Demida, she had 17 points. What I'd like to mention, she played 14 less minutes than Quavo. She could have easily scored more than him, but... But, but Quavo swatted yeah, Rachel Demida true. out of the fight. I, I thought she broke her leg when that happened. I was so scared. And then, gotta respect him, he shot his shot then. He said, sorry, massage on me. <laughs> 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 to Rachel Demida, there's, there's something going on there. Something uh, <laughs> to do with him there. But I'd like to... Uh, mention as well quickly just Jamie Foxx uh, the actor of course he made his case for MVP saying it's Black History Month so give it to the black actor despite enough point. despite sco- scoring zero points I might mention <laughs> that was his case for MVP um, I mean with Black Panther this month I mean there's a lot of talk about yeah. that but uh, he, he's not MVP watching in about an hour aren't we Alex Oh yeah (laughs) Have fun guys Uh, Right Dunk contest Donovan Mitchell Oh my god He was just I mean That was Pretty good Like you know With the All them Dunks uh, When he recreated Vince Carter's You know Reverse 360 I mean With that With the jersey and all I mean That that was just The icing on the cake I'm going to start with you Kenny What do you think Of the dunk contest Just like to mention I predicted that I said Donovan Mitchell was going to win, but anyway... He wasn't even supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think his first dunk was really underrated. The one where he lobbed it off the f- second backboard to himself. The timing. brilliant. I love that dunk. Um, there was a lot of controversy over whether or not he should have won. A lot of people say Larry Nance Jr. should have won. And he that, did He did. That put tap on dunk. Show. That tap that dunk. That tap dunk. It looked so bad the first time with the replay. It was amazing. He pointed to the board. He said, watch that <laughs> he again. Said, watch that he replay. said, watch that back. Um. <laughs> uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, he got eliminated, but um, he apparently had he gotten to the final round, he was going to use Jake Cole so for his dunk, and then so he was gonna get uh, Jake Cole is gonna throw it against the backboard. Dennis Smith is gonna dunk it. Jake Cole is gonna catch that ball and then dunk himself. That'd have been pretty cool to watch, right? If he jumped over him while doing that, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, Dennis Smith he voiced his upset at the judges on Twitter after the contest after scoring a 39 on his first dunk on that double pump he he, he called out that the judges gave Victor Oladipo a 31 on his Black Panther dunk which he missed the first time uh, and then he came out with that 50 for the second dunk which was that was something else but after yeah. that first dunk nothing was going to bring him back from there okay very briefly the skills challenge Al Horford coming on top there <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <I'm not> <laughs> it was Spencer Dinwiddie dilly dilly Alex predicted called it some of them for Brooklyn this year for yeah I mean they haven't had much hope Dinwiddie has really come on this year hitting clutch shots down the stretch he's their clutch shooter he ends the game it's tight the ball's in the hands of Spencer Dinwiddie and he showed during the, the skills challenge I know it's the skills challenge he had some clutch three pointers he did he had the <laughs> comeback against Gary Harris and the comfortable win against the Bulls Larry Markkinen but I'd just like to quickly mention Joel Embiid's controversial <laughs> cheating that uh it wasn't really cheating though he came out and said it wasn't cheating it's yeah the rules state if you throw three passes you can move on but he kind of just threw them to the he side kinda just, so. he kind of just he just took it off the rack <laughs> yeah it was a big controversial but and also Joel Embiid for you 
it's the first time the Gareth have defeated the Bigs in this. It's kind of surprising when it was first in announced. Format. When it was first announced, everyone said the Gareth. Oh, this is bad. The Gareth are going to win every in the last single three years. years. Yeah, the Gareth have only won once, which is kind of surprising. Jim, when you upset them? Yeah, <laughs> upset the big men. Three point contest, Alex. Devin Booker was predicted on fuego. <laughs> twenty eight points of the championship round, beating Clay Thompson's twenty five. Who Clay Thompson coming to the last rack didn't have a chance. He could he, he made I think four out of five on the last rack and still couldn't do it. Booker twenty eight points, a record in this for, uh, in this current format with the money ball rack, shot twenty for twenty five, which is work it out yourself, but that's that's mad. Eighty percent. And as well as Spencer Dimity, Booker even came out and said it's it's nice because they haven't had much to cheer about. Yeah. In down in Phoenix yeah, so uh, rising star game briefly um, team world comfortably beat team USA uh, I'll start with you Kane. Bogdanovich with the MVP 26 points 7 threes a bit controversial a lot of people said Jalen Brown should have won despite being on the losing team with 35 points and 10 assists but I'd just like to give a shout out to Ben Simmons 11 points 13 assists 6 rebounds 4 steals Brilliant stat line. Shooting 100%. 100% on five shots. But um, yeah, big shout out to him. Bogdanovich as well. Good game. Some nice dunks. That's about it really. And some threes. <laughs> a lot of deep threes. A lot of deep yeah, threes. Yeah, the, the world team dismantles the USA, it's fair to say. No showing of the USA pride. Where's the Team America, the <laughs> Beers and Eagles flying over the place? That's what Team USA needed. They obviously, they had no Lonzo Ball or no Malcolm Brogdon. And with the rising stairs, there's no replacements. So they're down to Jalen Brown, obviously, with that 35-point performance. And then no one, no one to help him out. Donovan Mitchell, 7 points. Tatum with 15. And Kuzma with 20. He's not bad. <laughs> uh, the, the big one, the All-Star game. Team LeBron. Uh, just about team beat Team Curry. Uh, Killian? It was actually a good All-Star game. Very close. Came down, to, came down to the last shot. 148 to 145, I believe it was. DeMar DeRozan missed the last three Curry couldn't get one up LeBron James won the MVP as everyone probably knows he had 29 points 10 rebounds 8 assists LeBron was LeBron last night the all-star night and that's about it a quick shout out to Kyrie Irving I think he had a really good sly game with 13 points 9 assists and 8 7 rebounds shout out to Celtics players shout out to Celtics players I like my Celtics players man Uh, we called it LeBron James an amazing stat line once more again Last time, the first time, or sorry, the last time he won the the All Star Game MVP, none of the All Stars this year were even drafted. That's kind of crazy. That's something about LeBron James. But uh, your mention about Kyrie having that game, I would love to mention my All Star, Goran Dragic. But Coach Casey was called out for not giving players a chance. Goran Dragic played 11 minutes, Lamarcus Aldridge played 4, Kemba Walker played 14, compared to Team Curry, and they had a lot more. A balanced that line, yeah. and LeBron was the only player to play over thirty minutes in the game. So, in an All Star game, it should be a lot more balanced. Yeah, you can you do want to see the stars like LeBron and Curry, but though their players are All Stars too, they deserve the spotlight. What about Jimmy Butler? <laughs> Chose to sat out the game. He was under the weather. Under the weather, Lou Williams wasn't happy about that. I just, he voiced his his opinion on Twitter. I think it's a bit unfair. It is very unfair. On guys like Lou Williams, he obviously really wanted to make the All-Star game. 
and then a guy like Jimmy Butler just chose to sat out but but defence won the game defence won the game I said defence Team Curry couldn't get up a three pointer and there was 81 points less than last last year's in New Orleans you can see they clearly it was a bit more intensity in the game yeah nobody was diving over dunks this year. <laughs> uh, okay so that's uh, it for all star wrap up what we're going to do now is we're going to have a quick fire debate we talked about Kawhi Leonard earlier now we're going to decide which situation is weirder Markel Fultz uh, Markel Fultz with his injury or Kawhi Leonard with the quad I'm going to start with you Killian which side are you taking I'm taking Markel Fultz who knows what's going on in Philly Sure, they have they have a bit of a reputation with that kind of thing. We have Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Embiid missed his first two years in the NBA, pretty much half his second year. Ben Simmons missed his first year in the NBA. But this Markel Fultz situation is nothing compared to that. He had the supposed shoulder injury. There's a lot of um, suspect over whether he was injured or not. But recently, reports have come out that he's actually under stress and stress amnesia induced induced amnesia. amnesia I couldn't get that out of my mouth good job Alex. because you of suffering that, from amnesia as well <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how to say it man but because of the amnesia he's forgotten how to shoot or something he clearly can't shoot anymore whether or not that's the cause who knows it could be he was the number one pick and there's a lot of pressure coming with that even if Lonzo Ball took a lot of that pressure off him yeah that's one of my main points yeah <laughs> there was no pressure on Fultz there was people say he's a, he's the number one pick or whatever but people valued Lonzo Ball as the number one overall pick, even though he went second. He's all that hype, this year. all that hype on LeVar Ball and the Lakers. Fultz seemed to be flying under the radar and could have had a great season, but he played a few games there at the year, and my God, it was ugly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shooting double pump fadeaways on wide open shots—it just it didn't seem to work. He had his fluid drained from his right shoulder. Yeah, he did. And then, and then I think he had muscle memory. Into it or something. That's weird and all. It was weird. <laughs> but Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio. This is this is San Antonio. The in San Antonio. The top tier prestige NBA franchise. Nothing goes wrong in San Antonio. <laughs> one of the the best GMs. One of the best staff. Full stop. Yeah, the management system. Their scouting team. Guys they like Ginobili, like Tony Parker, Deontay Murray. DeJounte Murray. Yeah, there's so much. It's just always in perfect shape. And especially when you have a guy like Kawhi Leonard, such a humble, laid-back player that he's almost seemingly a perfect fit with your franchise. And it's just not working out. There's something wrong. There's a, a rift there. He doesn't trust the San Antonio Spurs. And if you don't trust the San Antonio Spurs, I don't know who you can trust in the NBA. That's true. There's a lot of space that's why, in the NBA. That's why I feel it's a slightly weirder. They're both equally as weird. <laughs> They're both mental. But, but nothing happens in San Antonio, so i got to take that situation over Philly. Right. Well, uh, we're going to have to leave that there, but my personal opinion, I think, you know, Markel Fultz, stress-induced amnesia, I mean, that's pretty mad. Sorry, Alex. Like, but sorry. It's, it's happened to Philly Kawhi's before. out. Mark Elfels forgot how to shoot. There are three first first players, <laughs> first round pick players. Yeah. We're, it's happened before. We're gonna discuss uh, Philadelphia in um, further detail. Next Made up injuries. Next week. <laughs> we have two shows next week. Watch out, uh, Wednesday and Saturday. Hopefully, hopefully. 
We got no, we got this. Uh, <laughs> Want to shout out our social media? We are Team Eurostep on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So get at us, whatever thoughts you have. Support us on Patreon. We're patreon.com forward slash Team Eurostep. Help us uh, grow. Help us grow. Improve the videos. Uh, as little as a euro a month can really help us out here. Um, and again, thanks to CRC Community Radio Castle Bar 102.9 FM for hooking us up with this beautiful studio. Gonna have to leave that there. Goodbye from Killian, goodbye from Alex, and goodbye from me. Keep grinding, kids.